Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Vibing with Sleazy, the podcast. This is season three, episode 18. And yes, this is another part two episode. So this will officially be part one, and I will have part two after this a few days later. Uh, Wrapping up season three, it's getting uh, closer here to the end, and I'll be looking forward to doing season four in the spring of 2023. You know, I do my break to relax and plan and let everybody catch up on episodes. So season three has been a blast. I've had amazing guests, amazing subjects. Uh, The uh, finale is going to be awesome with a very, very special guest of mine. So I'm just very excited, um, very thankful. Uh, Thank you for all the listeners and supporters and uh, everybody's been showing in love and uh, reached a lot of milestones, you know, over 3,000 downloads, more countries, now 22 countries, over 32 uh, streaming platforms for the podcast. So Vibin' with Sleazy, the podcast has really uh, taken off for me, and I really, really appreciate it and and love every single one of you listeners. Um, So this episode is going to be a fun one. I'm actually going to do this one solo, so there's actually no guests, but this will actually be a two-part FIFA World Cup special. So the World Cup only happens four years. It's the huge soccer tournament that happens in a random country every four years that is selected by the FIFA Association. And, um, you know, they they try to plan it out. Uh, It's been all over. It's been in Brazil. It's been in South Africa, Russia. uh, You know, this year it's currently in Qatar. So um, it, it tries to touch different uh, continents and places. Um, you know, I've been a huge FIFA World Cup fan my whole life. I've played sports my whole life. I've been a sports fan. But soccer is something I played as a little kid, but um, just really got into, you know, into it again. High school, college, you know, playing the video games, going to games, buying jerseys. You know, I was a huge soccer fan. I still am, you know, and I – I love Chelsea and I love the World Cup. The World Cup gets me excited. It, it's so fucking fun and it gets the world connected. And soccer is the biggest sport in the world. You know, at the end of the day, you know, in football and other countries, what they call it, the World Cup is, you know, it, it's it's bigger than the Olympics, in my opinion. You know, I'm a diehard Chelsea fan and, you know, I pull for the USA when it comes to international soccer. But, you know, I also... I have a soft spot for the Ivory Coast over in Africa. Uh, Didier Drogba, my favorite player, I have his jersey. Uh, you know, it was always awesome to see the Ivory Coast win uh, or Cote d'Ivoire, what they're called in the FIFA Association, seeing them play. But uh, and you know, and I'm also uh, you know, I like to see Brazil. You know, they're they're fun to watch. And uh, but yeah, it's uh, the the World Cups. The it's just it's a lot of fun. So I was like, I have to do a two part episode for our wrap up this season. It's perfect timing. I'm going to release this right before the World Cup, and it's uh, it's the perfect way to do it. So um, I'm going to start off, you know, to kind of tell everybody, you know, I, I just stated that the World Cup is in Qatar. A lot of people are like, where the fuck is that? So um, Qatar is actually in the Middle East. It's uh, a uh, pretty much, uh, to kind of summarize it up, it's a country of Western Asia. And it occupies the small Qatar Peninsula, which is on the northeastern coast of the Arabian Peninsula. And so it shares bordering areas with the Gulf Corporation Council and Saudi Arabia and the Persian Gulf. And 
to pretty much sum it up, the capital is Doha, and it's home to almost over 80% of the nation's population. So pretty much everybody lives in the capital. Uh, their population is 2.6 million, and uh, it's a very rich country. Everybody over there is very wealthy. Um, not, I wouldn't say everybody, but majority. And um, a lot of oil, a lot of uh, just just resources over there. And Qatar is financially very, very strong. And it's, um, you know, there's a lot of controversy. You know, there's been human rights issues stated, which has kind of haunted this World Cup. And, you know, it's sad because it's such a special event. But FIFA's corrupt, you know, really deep down. You know, FIFA does this. And FIFA's been good for soccer, but also... It, unfortunately, there's been a lot of corruption, you know, in, in leadership and, uh, you know, sadly hasn't affected the talent or, you know, the participation and the, the watching. But it's just, uh, you know, this Qatar thing is kind of just had very, very controversial circumstances. And, um, you know, but there's a lot of fun facts with it. Um, you know, Qatar is kind of on the up and up, I guess you would say, in the in the Middle Eastern uh, world over there. You know, they, they've hosted the 2006 Asian Games, and they never really did anything for a while, and then they hosted the 2030 Asian Games. And they're really one of the first Muslim countries in the Arab world to really host these events. And um, they, you know, they're the third largest natural gas reserve and oil reserve, and, you know, they, they're a huge, large exporter so, of, of just natural gas in general. And so, they, you know, it's an interesting country. They're very strict. They're very backwards. Um on a lot of, you know, thoughts and, and beliefs on stuff. And, you know, but there's a lot of history too, you know, it, it the country of Qatar and of human habitation there goes back 50,000 years. I mean, that is, uh, that, that is a long, long time ago. So that's a little bit about Qatar, you know, just to fill people in and, you know, it's fun to, I love geography. I love country. So I thought, I add that to it for, you know, people listening that might not be, you know, too excited about a two-part soccer episode, but I, I you know, you're going to always learn some of my show no matter what. Um, so we'll dive in here to the 2022 uh, FIFA World Cup. So this will go on from November 20th to December 18th. And what it is, it's going to be 32 teams from five confederations. Now, confederations are basically – um, different organizations that host a wide range of countries, you know, uh, you know, the African Federation of all the African countries, you know, you have CONCAF over here with, you know, U.S., Canada, Costa Rica, you know, I, I believe Mexico, Jamaica, kind of other teams, you know, kind of down there in uh, Central America. So, uh, and then, you know, you have, I guess, your South American, you have your other, you, you know, Asia, just all the different, uh, places uh of these uh confederations and you know there's overall there's eight venues and there's five host cities that uh actually happen with this world cup so what a lot of people don't realize is with the world cup no matter the size of the country they spread it out they spread it out not only for people to see other parts of the country support uh see it but they have to build different stadiums and arenas they have to spend a lot of money so to get it built up and that's what kind of happens with these events. They'll build up, they'll dump millions and millions of dollars into it, and then they might not ever use these again. 
So if they're going to have to build all these huge stadiums and do what they're doing, they're going to have to spread spread it out. And the World Cup's always been that way. It was like that in South Africa. It was like this in Russia. And so there's 32 teams overall. So you're going to have people from all over the world coming in because, like I said, or confederations from Africa, South America, U.S., North America, uh, Asia, you know, Europe, uh, you know, at least, you know, I think Oceania down there's got places. So, um, and then, you know, you have uh, with eight venues, you know, that's eight stadiums. But this is a country that clearly wants to have more sports events and bring more people to the Arab world. And they're they're not messing around. They're spending the money. So that's why they were able to host the World Cup. So um, basically, it will go on from November 20th to December 18th. It is the first World Cup to ever be held in the Arab world. So, you know, like I said, they're definitely in the spotlight. It's going to increase actually 48 teams in 2026. A lot of people don't realize that. And what's cool about that World Cup that's going to be so dope, it will be in the United States, Mexico, and Canada. So you, everyone will have an opportunity to go here in the States. I'm going to hit up the World Cup. I'm going to go to as many games as I can go. I can't fucking wait. I might even try to go to one in Mexico and Canada, and it gives me plenty of time to plan, and uh, it's it's something to look forward to, and, you know, it's it's a cool opportunity. I actually went to a an Olympic qualifier, uh, U.S. versus Argentina as a kid in Birmingham, Alabama, with my family. It was dope. And then in Nashville, I went with several friends to, um, you know, Nashville, where Nissan Stadium is, where the Tennessee Titans play. Uh, they were able to host a lot of international soccer events, international friendlies, uh, qualifiers. Um, and I've been able to go to Lucas Oil up in Indianapolis, see Chelsea play, enter, you know, Louisville's now getting so- – so soccer's definitely becoming a, a, a world and a connecting sport. Um, so – with 48 teams, that's just more opportunities for players, teams, countries, spotlights. And, you know, I, I think it's awesome. You know, more the merrier. And, you know, to win out of 48 teams over 32, that's a that's a major milestone and accomplishment for whatever country that can pull that off. Um, it's going to be also reduced in a, nor- uh, a, a time frame of 29 days. And it's definitely going to be reduced, you know. Because of Qatar's intense summer heat and humidity, the World Cup will be held in the winter. It's the first time the tournament will not be held in May, June, or July. And it's going to take place in Northern Autumn, uh, pretty much. And the opening match will be between Qatar and Ecuador at Al Bayat Stadium, Alcor. And um, the final will actually be on Qatar National Day. That's a national holiday over in the country. And that's on December 18, 2022. So, um pretty interesting you know they they definitely planned this out perfectly and uh you know Qatar is definitely gonna be on spotlight you know it's under so much scrutiny right now I'm kind of curious to see what they're gonna do to kind of I would say win the world back you know win the world back uh in a positive viewership and mindset I guess for their PR moving forward um, the reigning World Cup champions are France, and they did defeat Croatia 4-2 to in the 2018 FIFA World Cup final. So France will be back, and so will Croatia. Um, they both are coming out of Europe. Um, the 22 FIFA bidding, um, you know, to get to host the country, <clears throat> you know, this kind of 
I'll kind of move past all this country talk, you know, but to, uh, but I, I'm, I'm giving you, this is an official world cup episode. This ain't no bullshit. I'm kidding you with the facts. So you, you got to know everything. So Qatar actually won the majority of votes, uh, United States, South Korea, Japan, Australia, they were the runners up to actually get the country, you know, to be able to host it. And so, um, all of those have been very interesting. You know, of course, we're lucky to get the United States moving forward, but um, Qatar, uh, Qatar took it took it big time, almost fourteen votes. Um, definitely, host select criticism happened, and uh, but it didn't stop anything, and Qatar became official. Uh, qualifications. Um, so this is where I'll kind of get in those confederations. So. There's the AFC, the CAF, the CONCACAF, the Commonwealth, the OFC, the UEFA. So the UEFA is going to be your Europe. The CONCACAF is going to be your North America. The Commonwealth is going to be your South America. Your CAF is going to be Africa. And your AFC is going to be your Saudi Arabian Middle Eastern countries. And But you're also going to have some random countries in there. You're going to have your South Korea, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Japan, Iran, Australia. So those are all kind of countries that don't really have a connecting or specific continent to them you know they they're connected to a continent of course but they might be an island or you know breaking off from an actual continent um there was different pots of the countries that actually got in and um i'm gonna do this multiple times uh so that's why there is part one and part two in part two i'm actually in a world cup uh pool I do it every four years with a guy named Jay and uh, it's $10 and everybody picks the winners and you compete with random people from around the world and whoever wins, wins the money. And he's based out of Georgia. And so I always do this and it's super fucking fun and I've done all my picks. So I'm actually in part two going to tell you all my picks and tell you my official world cup prediction and winner. And I'll give you the scores. And so I'll be listing a lot of the teams a lot, mention a lot of the teams a lot. So if you feel like I say the teams a lot, I you you're pretty much gonna memorize them because I'm gonna probably go over all of them a couple times in this episode. So um, in pot one of the uh, you know official draw, uh, it was you know these are all the countries that are included in this World Cup. You have Qatar, Brazil, Belgium, France, Argentina, England, Spain, Portugal. Mexico, Netherlands, Denmark, Germany, Uruguay, Switzerland, United States, Croatia, Senegal, Iran, Japan, Morocco, Serbia, Poland, South Korea, Tunisia, Cameroon, Canada, uh, excuse me, Canada, Ecuador, Saudi Arabia, Ghana, Wales, Costa Rica, and Australia. So you can clearly see the whole world is covered in this tournament. How cool is that? Um and referees, they are from all over the world. So what's cool is they pulled referees from every confederation around the world and they spaced it out. You got refs from Qatar, Australia, Iran, China, United Arab Emirates. I mean, you got refs that are refereeing this that aren't even um, representing a country that's even included in the World Cup. I mean, Trinidad and Tobago, Venezuela. I mean, they're really trying to get everybody included, even if their their team didn't actually make it. Um, I talked about the venues earlier, but I want to go over every venue and give you some facts about them. 
Um, you know, Lou Sale uh, is basically Lou Sale Iconic Stadium. It's uh, the Albite Stadium. It's going to have a capacity of 80,000. And uh, it's uh, the other capacity of the Alkayat Stadium there is going to have a basically a capacity of 60,000. You got Doha that's going to have a capacity, uh, which in Doha you have Stadium 974, 40,000 capacity stadium. You have Althumama Stadium, 40,000 capacity. You have the Khalifa International Stadium, which is going to be 45,416. That's in Al-Rayyan, which is actually hosting two other stadiums. The Education City Stadium, 45,350. The Ahmad bin Ali Stadium, which is 44,740, also known as the Al Rayyan Stadium. And then in Al Waqra, Qatar, you have the Al Janoub Stadium, which is actually a capacity of 40,000. So the, a lot of these stadiums stayed around the 40,000 to 50,000 mark. And then you can tell with Alcor being the Al Bayat Stadium, which is going to be a big stadium included in this 60,000. Then, of course, Lucille, the iconic one. 80,000 that's a lot of people and i'm telling you right now you can pack it in when it comes to soccer um there's actually team base camp so that's you know this is a huge operation it probably takes four years to plan and that's why it's been four years but at the end of the day i understand there's a lot of planning every country has a host uh resort they have a host training facility it's all been labeled scheduled and uh it, that's pretty cool you know every country gets um something special and it gets her included and you're you look at this man Qatar has tons of hotels and resorts so they're really um you know doing this big you know and they clearly they've been planning getting their country together and sounds like it's pretty successful over there um I'm gonna kind of go over the groups this is where I was saying you know I'll be mentioning the teams again um, you know, Group A is Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. Group B is England, Iran, United States, and Wales. Group C is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. Group D is France, Australia. Group E, or excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Denmark and Tunisia is also included in Group D. Sorry, I skipped over there. Um, Group E, we got Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. Group F, we have Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Group G, we got Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Group H, we got Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. And that is your overall World Cup teams and groups. There's a few, you know, fun facts about this besides just being the first Muslim and Arab country to host the World Cup. But you have five players that actually have played in five World Cups. One of those is uh, Ronaldo that represents Portugal. So it's pretty cool to see that. And two of the players are actually from the country of Mexico. And Mexico always does pretty well in the World Cup. They have a very good soccer team down there. And, you know, they're always competing with America as well, especially being the same confederation. So I'm really getting excited about this. You know, World Cup will be on a lot of TVs. You're going to see it at bars, parties. Um, I'm hoping it gets promoted. I've seen where Panini has partnered with the World Cup. They're big on soccer, so they've been selling Qatar 
stickers and guitar sticker books and trading. You know, they kind of released it around the World Cup. So I haven't seen it at Walgreens since this summer, um, all the guitar kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm hoping to see more, not, not about guitar, but just about the World Cup and maybe some more shirts and some cool swag because it's always cool to find some soccer stuff. But I'm just excited to watch and uh, I'm hoping to link up with some friends I usually do around the World Cup. And uh, I'll be watching and I'll be rooting for the USA and hopefully we can win this damn thing. But uh, if not, you know, you'll hear my prediction in part two. That's why you got to tune in for part two. So this was part one of the official Babin with Sleazy, the podcast, FIFA World Cup, Qatar 2022 episode. And part two will be coming back, and I'll be giving you my official FIFA rundown. I'm going to break it down from the group stages all the way to the final, and I'm going to give you my FIFA World Cup champion for this year. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening, downloading, enjoying it. You can reach me at babinwithsleazy at gmail.com, babinwithsleazy, the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, reach out, show love. Um, I want to thank everybody for downloading, supporting, and, you know, tune in for all the past episodes. And after this World Cup episode, there will be another two-parter. That will be my finale. And uh, that will be 20 and 21 episode where I'll be rounding out season three. So stay tuned for that. And uh, thank you for riding. And like I said, season four next year, a lot of exciting things. And I love y'all. Peace.